At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's time for Rush Hour with Danny Burke, presented by Bette Rivers. What's happening, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome into the program. It is Rush Hour, presented by Bet Rivers. I'm Danny Burke, your host. As always, broadcasting live out of the Bet Rivers Sportsbook, right here in Des Plaines, Illinois, at the Rivers Casino, all on Beeson, the Sports Betting Network. And tonight, get a good one planned for all of you. Beeson's betting reporter, Josh Applebaum, will be joining us in 10 minutes. He'll give us the biggest market movements in both the NHL playoffs, NBA playoffs, and we have one game in Major League Baseball that he wants to get into. So very excited to talk to Mr. Applebaum about some of the top games with the biggest movements as of this evening. Plus, senior VEASAN NBA analyst JVT, he'll be joining us as well to preview the couple of NBA games tonight and look forward to the slate tomorrow and further down the line with some of those series prices that have already been established looking further in to the postseason and in between we get some prop shelf action per usual Tim Hardaway Jr. comes through for us last night once again got another couple plays going on the hardwood and got a play in hockey as well so uh, we'll get into that in just a few moments but let's kind of start it out with basketball here because look the Clippers ah, they're just doing Clippers things once again getting all of your hopes up including mine 
to inevitably disappoint, right? I mean, it's not that we were betting them last night, but, you know, we were talking with Rick Hamlin. He was pretty much saying he would look toward the Mavericks to win outright, and they did. I mean, more conviction, certainly, with Mavericks catching seven and a half, and that's the way we are leaning toward it. But, you know, I thought the Clippers were going to pull it out, and they had their opportunities but just could not get the job done throughout the whole game, and especially toward the very end, which was just absurd, the sequences we saw from the Clippers at the end of that game. But nevertheless... The thing that's getting brought to my mind now, and it involves both Los Angeles teams, the Lakers being the one team that's playing tonight against the Suns. Of course, we'll get into that game later. But with both of these Los Angeles teams currently down in each respective series, if you think they're going to win their next game, is it almost worth it to bet them on the series price for better value? Let's kind of get into this a little bit. And let's start with this Lakers and Suns matchup tonight. 9.30 p.m. Central Time tip-off is when it's going to occur. And in this game, the Lakers are the favorite. They're laying 2.5, minus 136 on the money line. I think Anthony Davis and KCP are still questionable leading into this game. So, of course, keep an eye on the status of those two players. Obviously, even more so with Anthony Davis. Uh, the Suns plus 114 on the buyback. This total at 207.5. However, if you look... At the series price, the Suns, naturally the big favorite here, minus 286, but you can get the Lakers at plus 220. So I guess my thought process maybe is, and we talked about this with Matt Humans, if the Lakers drop the last game, do you look toward betting them being north of 2-1 to one dogs? And that's exactly what they are. And him and I kind of lean toward, yes, it's not that I've made that an official play, but instead of laying the minus 136 and then who knows what the odds are going to be for Game 7 if it gets there and Anthony Davis maybe plays tonight, goes out on a tear, it's probably going to be close to a pick -em, right? And, heck, maybe the Lakers are even the favorite in that spot because LeBron James in a Game 7, it's hard to go against him in that, in that kind of arena. So, you know, plus 220, if you think the Lakers win tonight, maybe you're better off going with the series price at plus 220 as opposed to laying minus 136 on the money line if you're just looking for a bigger payout. That may not be too bad of a move, and that would probably be the angle I would go if I was going to be betting the Lakers tonight and thinking they're going to win. I'm personally not going to. Um, I think the Suns still have the advantage right now, personally, because of the unknown with Anthony Davis, right? So until, you know, I hear strongly one way or the other, I probably wouldn't touch it. But if you have more confidence in it than I personally do, I think that's the best route you can take. Now, going with the other Los Angeles squad, their game will be going off tomorrow night with the Clippers and the Mavericks. In Dallas, we see the Mavericks catching two and a half. So despite the Clippers' struggles thus far, they're a two and a half point favorite. They're also laying minus 136. That total at about 216 and a half. You look at this series price, not as juicy as you saw with the Lakers. The Clippers just plus 135. The Mavericks minus 167. Again, Dallas leading that series 3 to 2. So instead of laying the minus 136, maybe you go with the Clippers plus 135. I don't trust this one as much. Honestly, I'd probably rather bet the Lakers at plus 220, not only because of the value. Because if you do get a healthy Anthony Davis, you know, you're trusting this Lakers team more so than this Clippers team that, again, is probably just going to get your hopes up and inevitably let you down, and it's less value, and they have to go on the road in this next game, too. So, you know, it, it's something to ponder, but at the end of the day, the Clippers won probably not as viable, but the Lakers at plus 220 could be your best bet if you think they win tonight. Maybe just take a gander at that series price at plus 220 instead of laying the minus 136, but of course, keep an eye on the status of Anthony Davis. 
Once again, welcome into the show. It is Rush Hour presented by Bet Rivers. I'm Danny Burke, your host, broadcasting live out of the Bet Rivers Sportsbook right here in Des Plaines, Illinois, just outside of Chicago. We're kind of going over some of the NBA action tonight and tomorrow, previewing the series prices because if you're looking to bet the Lakers, as I was just saying, tonight, I mean, you're laying minus 136, and if you think they win tonight, you probably give them a slight advantage in Game 7. So maybe take more of a look at the series price at plus 220. That's kind of the way I would look at it. Not as much with the Clippers because for them to win a series, it's only plus 135. And you can't trust the Clippers right now in any capacity. They can't stop Luka despite him going into that game a little bit banged up. So uh, that's a little discussion surrounding the series prices with the NBA. We'll get Josh's thoughts on the hardwood tonight as well as VEASAN senior NBA analyst Jonathan Von Tobel. He'll be joining us in 45 minutes. But we do have some Stanley Cup playoff action to look forward to tonight. And I wanted to preview one game before we bring on Mr. Applebaum. And that's his Boston Bruins on the road against the New York Islanders. And in this spot, Boston getting all the love in the market. Went from 130 up to minus 148, even minus 150 in some shops. But at Bet Rivers, you're seeing the Bruins lane minus 148. The Islanders catching plus 128 at home. This total open 5.5 has dipped down to 5. Uh, again, the Bruins won game one, five to two. We knew that. Uh, we've talked about it before. And then the Islanders escaped game two, blowing a 3-1 lead and getting a fortunate bounce in overtime. They tied things up at one apiece. So I'm looking at the Bruins here. I mean, they're getting the big movement toward Boston. And the Bruins, you know, arguably could have won that game two, maybe should have. And you can't really hold that into huge account in being your sole purpose of handicapping and betting a team. But you're also trusting Tuka Rask here, who this postseason has been very solid. 5-2, and 2.06 goals against average with a 93% save percentage. They're going to be putting Varlamov in the net, are the Islanders. Now, he went in Game 2. Uh, Sorokin, he went in Game 1, and then they took him out for Varlamov. So Varlamov, this postseason, 1-2 with a 3.14 goals against average and a 91% save percentage. Look, I know he's had success against Boston this whole season, but... You know, again, this market's moving immensely in favor of the Bruins. Just the better overall team, in my opinion. I'm not fully in on the Islanders. And I ended up actually playing this late edition here, but I played the Bruins on the money line in this spot at about minus 148 is where you get it right now. I got about minus 150. We had an unfortunate loss, broke our 15-game NHL winning streak last night. Jets let us down, unfortunately. But, hey, we're looking to bounce back, and I'm going to be rolling with the Boston Bruins tonight at about minus 148. Again, is where you can get them on the money line this evening. So the big movement on the money line going toward Boston. And then, again, that total open 5.5. That's down to 5. The over is shaded as the favorite, minus 117. The under is minus 103. So we'll see if Boston can bounce back. Look, if they don't have that bad bounce, maybe they do get the dub in overtime and we're having a completely different conversation and you're probably seeing Boston as an even bigger favorite if that's the case. And I know the Islanders have been a tough out at home really throughout this whole season, but the Bruins are a more experienced squad. Kind of just a team you have a little bit more faith in, at least in my opinion, especially with the goalie and Tuka Rask. Again, Varlamov has done favor or he's had a favorable matchup in pretty much every situation against the Bruins this season, but putting a little bit more faith in Rask tonight in that spot. Minus 148 is where we're playing them on the money line. Now just to preview that other hockey game really quick, the Tampa Bay Lightning at home looking to keep on rolling in their series against the Carolina Hurricanes. Uh, the Lightning, minus 152, is currently where we're seeing Tampa Bay. They opened about minus 140. The Hurricanes opened plus 120, and now we're seeing them plus 130. 
And then in terms of this total, five and a half is where it's open, and it's been fairly shaded to the under for the most part and still continues to be that way. As the under five and a half is minus 124, the over five and a half is plus 104. To me, I'm not going to be touching this game, really. I think minus 152, a little bit too high for me to want to lay with the Lightning. And, you know, I'm just talking about handicapping the Bruins here, laying that price. But I like a lot more of the movement with Boston than I do with Tampa Bay in this spot, especially against a team down 2-0. And Tampa Bay, aside from VGK, was my other top team I was touting to win the Cup a while back. So I'm rooting for them, but not one that I'm going to be touching as much. But let's kind of revisit the Bruins and Islanders game because Josh Applebaum, if you're familiar with him, Big Boston fan, especially when it comes to the Bruins. And you know him as VEASAN's betting reporter. You can follow him on Twitter at Josh underscore insights and catch him hosting the Market Insights podcast. So, Josh, I think you'll be happy here with my assessment of your squad tonight. I'm leaning toward the Bruins. I actually played them right before the show, and I'm kind of thinking you might be on the same side here. What's your uh, analysis on this game tonight for the Bruins? Danny, happy Thursday night. It's great to be with you once again, but I'm right there with you. I'm going Boston Bruins here. I think what you're looking at is a couple of things. Number one, what's the market telling you? The market's telling you based on this line move that the Bruins are taking in some actions. They, they open around minus 125 favorite. They've been bet up all the way to around minus 150, Danny. And I think that late move was really meaningful because the Bruins got up minus 125 to around minus 140. And I thought, hey, there's going to be some buyback here. Islanders at home, but that didn't happen. The movement continued there to the Bruins. So that kind of tells me that uh, even though that number has risen, maybe there's some wise guys who still see value there. I think the Bruins, what you're banking on is uh, a couple systems that I've really liked so far this playoffs. Number one, playoff favorites with a line move. If you're a favorite, you're expected to win and you're taking action in your favor. Those teams this year are 22 and 12, 65%. The other big one here, Danny, is this playoff experience off a loss system. If you are the kind of team who's been in the wars uh, of the Stanley Cup uh, playoffs and you've, you've done it last year, the previous year, or with the Bruins case, a lot of postseason experience. These teams coming off a loss and who made the playoffs the previous year, done very, very well this year. Uh, they're around 57% overall in this bounce back spot. The other thing, Danny, uh, keep an eye on the total here. It's a very low five, and it looks like there's some over opportunity here. We have seen both of these totals uh, go over in the first two games, and we are seeing a five right now. It's juiced up to around minus 125. So some shops even you know, had a, you know, flirted with a five and a half. It looks like that over five, typically you think of these low-scoring games between these teams, but looking at the juice, maybe maybe a little bit of a higher-scoring game in this one. All right, then let's preview the next matchup here, Josh, tonight on the ice. We got the Lightning and the Hurricanes. Tampa Bay taking a commanding 2-0 lead to start this series, and back at home, we've seen the movement go toward them, it appears. They're up to minus 152 at Bet Rivers. Carolina catching plus 132. This total at 5.5, fairly shaded uh, to the under here, minus 124. What kind of angle are you seeking out for this one? Yeah, Danny, you know, I, I would love to take a dog here in a desperate spot with Carolina, but it really looks to me, based on the market, that Tampa Bay uh, seems to continue to get some respect and money here. They open, uh, and again, they're up 2-0, took both of those games, both by a score of 2-1 in Carolina. Now they're coming home, uh, and this really is the season on the line for Carolina. You can't get down... 3-0 and then have another game on the road. But, uh, Danny, it doesn't look like there's much money pouring in on Carolina. This has been mostly money moving toward Tampa Bay. They open around, you know, some shops around minus 135. They've been bet up close to around minus 150. And I think one key injury here for the Hurricanes uh, is Vincent Trocek. He's a the guy they acquired in a trade uh, last year who's been a big part of their team. He's going to be doubtful doubtful for this game. Also, Nino Niederreiter uh, is also expected to miss a game. Those are two key forwards that you're not going to have it when you need to be at full strength to beat Tampa. And Danny, the opposite is true with the total in this one. 
You had that money on the Bruins over, juiced up over five. You got a lot of under money on this Carolina-Tampa Bay matchup. The five and a half is really juiced up to under minus 130. And we've also seen, again, two to one both times, uh, first two games here. So maybe a lower scoring game with money moving toward Tampa Bay. All right, Josh, let's wrap it up with some hockey talk. We're excited for that action tonight, but we're also excited here, at least in the Chicagoland area, because we got the Cubbies going at it again tonight. They've been red hot as of late, and Josh, I'm going to be honest, as a dire Cubs fan myself, I'm, I'm very surprised with how consistent they've been on the offensive side of things, and especially with that bullpen. I mean, number two bullpen ERA in the league as of this point. Tonight, it may not be the easiest of matchups, though. I mean, they swept the Padres, but now they're going out on the West Coast against the Giants, and you're putting Zach Davies out there, who really hasn't been that reliable as a pitcher in his new tenure with the Cubs as of this point. And the Cubs here are catching plus 115. Uh, Scalfani going on the bump for the Giants in San Francisco lane, minus 134. This total has been pretty stagnant at 8. This one's a tough one for me. Ultimately, I'm going to be staying away from it. But uh, how are you thinking to handicap this one? Because it doesn't seem like there's that much movement, but if anything, a little bit towards San Fran. Yeah, Danny, I think you set that up perfectly. So number one, Cubbies have been unbelievable recently. Nine and one their last ten. Uh, and they came up bigly for wise guys throughout that entire Padres series. It was pretty much everybody betting the Padres, yet line going to the Cubs and those sharp plays cashing with the Cubbies here. So Cubs have been getting it done for wise guys recently. Uh, but Danny, I think they're going to be in a tough spot tonight. I'm actually looking at laying it with San Fran. You are right. There really hasn't been a ton of movement. Some shops were, you know, some openers were around minus 115, got bet up to around minus 125. You're seeing it kind of even out now around minus 120. But mostly it's been either stay the same or move a little bit to the Giants. And I think you're kind of buying low on the Giants in a spot where public says, hey, Cubbies are red hot. I'll take the plus money here. Uh, however, all movement has been towards San Fran. And this would match one favorite, uh, a system of mine, Danny, a rested favorite versus a back-to-back -back team. So you had the Giants who had a day off versus Chicago, who, uh, again, had a win, playing great. But now they had to travel, no time off. That advantage with the San Fran uh, Giants here, you know, rest your bullpen, position players get a day off. That rested versus back-to-back system this year is 56%. And if you're a favorite in a non-division game, it gets even better, 17-8, and 8, 68% here. So you also have this favorite with a low total. Again, low total of eight. Uh, if you're on a favorite with a low total, that's always a good thing, kind of correlative betting, fewer amount of runs scored, expected by the odds makers. More likely it's going to come from, quote-unquote, that better team. And I think, Danny, you're really playing a situation here. San Fran's been uh, great as a favorite, 18 and 10. They're 23 and 13 against righties. They're 15 and 8 at home. Uh, they're also 12 and 3 as a home favorite. So this is a spot they've done well in. And I think you're really banking on the pitching matchup. Di Sclafani, as you mentioned, Danny, 3.56 ERA. Davies a little bit closer to 5. So it's kind of a low number. And I think you're kind of, kind of that gambler's fallacy trap of Cubs are hot, ride the Cubs. But it looks to me, Danny, San Fran matches a few systems tonight for me. Yeah, and Davies, too, I mean, you talk about his ERA getting close to 5, 4.65 to be exact, but even worse, his XFIP is 5.58, which we always like to kind of dive into even more so as a true indicator. So Davies is liable to giving up a lot of runs, and that certainly could be the case tonight against his Giants team, who you mentioned as well. Uh, they had a rest day yesterday after coming off that loss, so it could be a good spot for San Francisco. Market certainly moving in their favor a tad bit, up to about minus 134. Uh, let's switch gears once again here, Josh. Let's talk some postseason basketball. A couple of games to look forward to tonight. And that Blazers and Nuggets game the other night was just incredible. And they kind of stunk to see Damian Lillard not even get an opportunity with those last two possessions. His teammates not really helping him out too much. But we'll see how they can aid him tonight. The Blazers look like they opened about four in most spots, Josh. Now up to five. This total at about 228. What goes down in Portland this evening? 
Yeah, Danny, we've seen a little bit of kind of the, the kind of historic zigzag type situation between these two teams. Uh, and right now you have Denver, uh, who has this 3-2 lead, can eliminate Portland here tonight. But I'm looking at uh, laying it with the Blazers in this spot. Number one, you're right, the market overall open at minus four Blazers. It's kind of a split ticket count, but yet we're seeing the Blazers got up to uh, five at some shops. And I'm even seeing a five and a half jump right now. That might be a bit of an outlier. But Danny, I think if you can find, if, if you can still find a four and a half, may not be too many out there, but really a lot of movement has been toward Portland here. And I think one thing that I always like uh, is a low bet and a higher ticket count. So if you look from our friends at BetMGM, they're taking in about half the bets uh, split down the middle, but around 65% of the money is on the Blazers. So that kind of tells you these bigger, sharper wagers are leaning on laying the points here. Uh, you've seen short favorites, five or less, do great this playoffs, 18 and six against the spread, 75%. And this really reminds me, Danny, of game four in Portland. When Portland won that game 115 to 95, it was the same sort of thing. Portland was around minus three and a half, minus four, got up to around four and a half, five. Uh, so you're, you're following that similar track here if you want to lay it with the Blazers. And then also, Danny, keep an eye on this total. Um, you know, we've seen the over go three and one this series when it's 220 or higher. The over is 19 and eight in, the, in this year's playoffs. And you did see early under money, 228 and a half down to 227 and a half. But I'm starting to see a little over buyback late, getting back to 228. So maybe some later over money when it was 227 and a half saying, hey, don't outsmart this one. Could have a lot of points here again. Yeah, I'm with you here. I'm liking the Trailblazers tonight, especially against or coming off of that performance that we uh, saw from Dame Lillard. And really, you just got to think the rest of the team steps it up. And this Nuggets team has been performing very well. But I think Portland's not going to go on that rough of a stretch in the latter half of that game. So I think this one goes to seven. I'm with you on Portland. Now let's talk really quick before we let you go. A couple minutes left here, Josh. Lakers and Suns. Anthony Davis is still questionable the last I saw. However, Los Angeles laying two in the hook against the Suns at home. Total at 207 and a half. Man, I mean, it, it would be shocking to see LeBron James go out in a first-round series, but it looks like that could be the case. However, if Anthony Davis is in this game, it's a completely different story. Danny, great point by you. We're going to have to stay glued to Twitter, see what's up with Anthony Davis. Again, if he may play, he's questionable, but also even if he plays, you know, how effective will he be? I think that's going to be a big determinant tonight. But, Danny, I'm not outsmarting myself too much in this one. I'm looking at the Suns and the points. You had all market movement toward Phoenix here. A lot of these books opened. Remember, this is Phoenix up 3-2. to two. If they win, it's over, uh, so they can close it out tonight. But a lot of these books, Danny, opened Lakers minus 3.5, minus 3. You immediately saw a quick adjustment down to 2.5. And, and now as we speak, Danny, I'm seeing these 2.5s go to 2. I see two books right now falling to 1.5. So a lot of wow. this movement is coming in here with Phoenix, coming off this that blowout, Danny, in game 5, 115-85. They easily covered the 4.5. Uh, and, and what you've seen in the playoffs is if you look for severe line movement, a point or more, eight and five ATS this postseason. If you look at huge moves, one and a half points or more. Uh, and again, that's not just some little bit of betting here or there. If you're moving a full point, point and a half, um, you know, that's that's respected money moving these numbers. A full point and a half move or more, four and one ATS. I know it's a small sample, but it kind of goes to show when you see this big, big line movement, it's been predictive thus far in the playoffs. And then also, Danny, I'd keep an eye on the total. Uh, it did open 208 and a half down to 207 and a half. We've seen some under under money come in. The under is four and one the series, and the over under this playoffs when it's low 215 or less, the under's eight and one. So a little bit of under oh, money. Bit and Danny, I know it's a buy low spot on the Lakers tonight, but uh, really the market's kind of telling me Phoenix and the points looks to be uh, could be the sharp play. 
But I'm thinking as well, my friend. Suns could be a good look tonight. You could still get them at plus money, plus 114. And how about that total say throughout? Eight and one when it's been this low, and 207 is where it's at currently. Great stuff. As always, Josh, always appreciate, uh, appreciate your insight. Once again, the Market Insights Podcast. Great information on the daily. And, Josh, we appreciate you taking some time, my friend. Take care. Danny, you're the best, my friend. Good luck tonight. At Josh underscore insights is where you can follow him on Twitter. We'll be rooting for the Bruins tonight. Him and I both rocking that bet. Hopefully you follow as well. We cash a winner. All right. A couple more bets coming your way. I'll tell you why I'm fading the king coming up next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
Get the most out of all odds with Bet Rivers. Daily hometown discounts on boosts on your favorite teams only at your hometown sportsbook. And to make your experience even more rewarding, Bet Rivers offers the most live streams of major sports and those instant payouts and only one-time playthrough. The offer is valid in Illinois only, must be 21 or older. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER, not valid. For any participant of the Illinois Gaming Board Statewide Voluntary Self-Exclusion Program, once again, to get a hold of the daily hometown discount, check it all out, BetRivers.com. Back at it here on Rush Hour, I'm Danny Burke, your host, live out of the Bet Rivers Sportsbook here at the Rivers Casino in Des Plaines, Illinois. Big shout-out to Josh Applebaum, doing a tremendous job, per usual, joining us to start things off this Thursday evening at Josh underscore Insights. It's where you can catch him on the tweets, at Danny Burke 5 for myself, and at VEASAN Live for the Vegas Stats and Information Network. We finished off talking some NBA. Let's resume that and take a look at some props that I'm delving into this evening, and let's start with the Portland-Denver matchup tonight. The Trailblazers looking to avoid elimination. Damian Lillard having a historic performance in the last game. They come back in this spot, laying five currently. Total circulating about 228. I lean toward Portland when it comes to the spread, but more importantly, an official play I have involves the man himself, Damian Lillard. And, you know, I have not this whole season actually done this specific prop, but uh, I'm going to be getting into it tonight. His number of assists, eight and a half is where we see it listed at. Over minus 118 at Bet Rivers, under minus 108. I'm going with the over here for Lillard. Now, during the regular season, he only averaged about 7.5 assists per game, but he's averaging 9.6 assists per game in this playoff series. He's gotten 13, 5, 10, 13, 10, 5, 10, 10, and all these matchups he's had against Denver this season. He's gone over 8.5 in 6 out of those 8 games and 4 out of 5 in this postseason. Now, my thought process, too, with Damien, I mean, you know, you saw how they really defended him at the end of the game, and it's not like they're going to be double-teaming him like that the whole game, but certainly the strategy is to keep the ball out of Damian Lillard's hands as much as possible. So maybe that increases his opportunities for assists a little bit more so. And also another angle I was considering was, well, what about take Damian Lillard to record a double-double? And if you wanted to do that, it was actually plus money, which I was a little surprised about. Plus 125 is what you could get that at. Now he's gotten a double-double in four out of five games this series, and every time they've beaten the Nuggets, he's recorded a double-double. But he's barely gotten it with 10 assists. So, you know, he could obviously always land on nine, and he gets screwed with the double-double. So instead of playing that for a little bit of plus money, I opted to go with the over 8.5 assists at minus 118. Open Damian Lillard shares the rock, gets his teammates to help him out in this game. Think the Blazers get the dub, and we're hoping for Damian Lillard over 8.5 assists. So that's the bet I'm rolling with. In the first game with Portland and Denver, again, that tip off a little bit over 7 o'clock, so excited for that one to go off. And then the Lakers and Suns, this is going to be a fun one as well. And I told you, I'm looking to fade the King, and that's exactly what I'm going to be doing. Two and a half is where we see them on the spread. 207 and a half is this total currently, but I'm not touching any of that. However, like Josh alluded to, the market moving in favor of Phoenix, so if you want to hop on them, maybe do it sooner rather than later. Plus 114 on the money line if you think they eliminate the Lakers in this first-round series. But again, looking at LeBron James now, Full disclosure, 31 and a half is where I handicapped this prop at. It's moved down to 29 and a half. So that's why it's so valuable and important if you subscribe to VEASAN. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. You get a hold of the daily emails with the best bets. I had this very early in the morning, under 31 and a half. Also tweeted it out as well. It was shaded that way, minus 121. And immediately I was just like, this is incredibly high for LeBron. I get it's LeBron James. It's an elimination game. But he's only averaging 22 points per game this playoff series. 
and he's been held under this mark in every single game against the Suns in this postseason. He's only gone over this mark throughout this whole year in 7 out of 50 games, albeit one of them against Phoenix where he dropped 38. But the thing for me is if Anthony Davis is going to be back, and realistically I think he is going to be, he's the key to winning this game more so than LeBron James because in the two games that they did beat Phoenix in this series, Anthony Davis was the leading scorer, scoring 34 points in each of those matchups. And the thing also with LeBron in this series, he's shooting 72% at the rim and 40% from three. But where you're not seeing a lot of James is at the free throw line. He's only making two free throw attempts per game, and he's averaging just about 3.4 attempts in itself. So he's making two on 3.4 attempts. So again, AD was the top scorer in each of the games the Lakers won in this series. And if you think either A, they win, or B, Anthony Davis is going to be back, Look for LeBron James to stay under this mark. It's been lower scoring games this whole series regardless. And even at 29 and a half, I certainly wouldn't be betting the over. I'm certainly not advocating as much to go for it as I would at 31 and a half. So hopefully you're able to jump on it at 31 and a half earlier in the day. And if not, again, 29 and a half, if I'm going one way or the other, still leaning under for LeBron James. He's been kind of lackluster with his scoring efforts so far this series. All righty, best of luck if you tail. Coming up next, let's go to the Diamond. Some MLB Outlook. We'll handicap that next here on Rush Hour. and NBA playoffs are here and our experts are covering every angle to find betting edges. Beeson hockey expert Andy McNeil is tracking all the NHL action along with our senior NBA analyst Jonathan Von Tobel. He's got all the hoops insights for you. Our experts and the entire Beeson team give you all the tools you need to make the most of every single bet on the postseason including odds and analysis for every single game all on Beeson.com including our daily members only best bet emails. Now is the perfect time to cash in the playoffs. Sign up for your 10-day free trial at bsin.com slash subscribe. It is VSIN, the sports betting network. The show is Rush Hour. Dandy Burke, your host, live out of the Bet Rivers Sportsbook. Speaking of Jonathan Von Tobel, VSIN senior NBA analyst, will be joining us next segment in about 10 to 12 minutes or so. We'll get his overall thoughts on the two games in the NBA tonight and some injury-related news with the Utah Jazz and Michael Conley. So, Get his thoughts on that, series prices, and much more. So still to come, NBA action coming your way. Uh, but first, let's go back into Major League Baseball. I know we touched on one game with Josh Applebaum. We'll briefly touch on it again. But let's start in the NL Central with a couple squads going at it this evening. St. Louis, the Cardinals hosting the Reds. And St. Louis getting a lot of attention on the market for this matchup. Minus 120 is where we saw the cards open up at. Cincinnati opened plus 110. Now at Bet Rivers, you're seeing the Cardinals laying upwards to minus 148, plus 125 for Cincinnati. Total opened eight and a half, still at that spot, shaded to the under, minus 114, the over minus 107. You're getting the old vet, Adam Wainwright, taking the bump for St. Louis, still doing it at 39 years of age. This season, he's three and four, 4.22 ERA, not too bad of an XFIP, 3.95, and a respectable whip of 1.22. And on the other side for Cincinnati, 
Vladimir Gutierrez. And look, he's only pitched five innings as of this point. So uh, he's 0-1 with a 1.80 ERA, 6.24 XVIP, and a .80 whip. So really you can't take too much into account with him. But again, the big movement going toward the Cardinals. And look, the St. Louis team, again, the team that I touted to win the NL Central, they've been slacking as of late. They've been in a little bit of a slump and were one of the luckiest teams as of this point. And the last 15 days versus righties, you know, you saw the Reds hitting 706 OPS, which is middle of the pack, but St. Louis 659 OPS, which is 26 worse in the big leagues. So this could be a bounce back spot for them. On the other side, you look at Cincinnati, they have the worst bullpen ERA in baseball at 5.75. Always got to consider that when you're handicapping the sport of baseball, uh, the sport of baseball if you're going to full game's length. St. Louis bullpen ERA about 4.43. And the Reds really not that great on the road this season. 663 OPS, 23rd worst in the big league. So, you know, I've backed Wainwright a couple times, maybe just once a season, but in the past, and it seems like, how can he keep backing him? I mean, he's getting up there in years, but look, he finds a way to still be somewhat of a valuable pitcher. And again, this Reds team has just been so volatile and really hasn't found a rhythm whatsoever. On the contrary, I get that St. Louis has been slumping, but it could be a bounce back spot for him this evening, as indicated by the big movement in the market from minus 120 to minus 148. So I'm kind of agreeing with that. If I was going to be playing anything, I think it's got to be the cards or nothing in that matchup in St. Louis between the Reds and the Cardinals. Now let's revisit a matchup with the Cubs out on the West Coast this evening. VEASAN's betting reporter Josh Applebaum shared his two cents on it. But let's kind of go over it once again as Zach Davies has taken the bump for Chicago. Has not been the most reliable pitcher up to this point for the Cubs. He's 2-2 two and two with a 4.65 ERA. But even worse, his XBIP is at 5.58. And even more worse is Whip, 1.63. So Davies has not necessarily live up to the hype if there is any with his acquisition to the Cubs. Uh, Descalfani taking the bump for San Fran. He's 4-2 with a 3.56 ERA. You know, not the best exit, but not ex extremely bad like Davies. He's at 4.14 and a respectable Whip of 1.15. Now, Davies has also given up 4.83 base on balls per nine innings, which is not reliable whatsoever. So this Scalfani is the better pitcher here, but can he slow down this Cubs offense that has been red hot as of late? The Cubs have a 7.06 OPS on the road up to this point, which is 11th best in the big leagues, but even more respectable. The last week, the last seven days, they're hitting 7.92 OPS-wise against righties, which is fifth best in the big leagues. However, the Giants have been a hot team as well, 7.65 OPS, which puts them eighth the last seven days. And, you know, like we were talking about with Josh, they had the day off yesterday. Cubs coming off that sweep against the Padres. Market is somewhat moving towards San Francisco. It was actually up to minus 134, but, you know, speaking of this, now we're seeing a little bit of buyback. So when we were talking with Josh, the Giants were minus 134. Now they're minus 129. The Cubs plus 110. This total we're still seeing at about 8. Slightly shaded to the over minus 114, under minus 105. And, again, that Cubs bullpen, second best in baseball as of this point, 2.64. Giants ain't too shabby themselves. 3.94. I'm not going to be touching this one because I don't want to go against this red-hot Cubs team with all this momentum, but I do think the Giants is the side I would lead to, if anything. Minus 129, a little bit better price. I get there's some buyback coming that way. Maybe minus 134 was just a little bit too high to go bet on the Giants, so that's why you saw the buyback. Again, Giants would probably be the only route I would take, but don't want to step in front of this freight train that is the Chicago Cubs as of this point that's causing some exciting times here on the north side in the Windy City. 
All right, and then finally, let's go out again. Let's stick in the West Coast with San Diego, the aforementioned Padres, who just got swept by the Chicago Cubs tonight. They're hosting the New York Mets, and the Mets are the dog in this spot on the road. Plus 150, the Padres with you Darvish on the mound, laying minus 177. This total open seven, down to six and a half, shaded to the over minus 115. Mets coming off that thrilling win versus Arizona last night, seven to six. And look, you got Walker on the mound for the Mets, who hasn't been bad by any stretch of the imagination. Four and one with a 1.84 ERA, 3.84 XFIP, and a .94 WHIP. It's just tough when you're going against the likes of you Darvish, who's been even better. Five and one with a 2.16 ERA, 3.83 XFIP, and a .93 WHIP. So not by much, but slightly. You Darvish is better, and you know if I'm going to trust any pitcher, it's got to be you Darvish over Walker. Now, bullpen-wise, the Padres have the number one bullpen in baseball, 2.46 cumulative ERA. The Mets are at 3.47, so a vast improvement from what we've seen these past couple seasons. Uh, in terms of what we're seeing hitting-wise, though, the Mets are second OPS against righties these last seven days. The Padres are 20th, 682 OPS. So, you know, maybe this screams some value with the Mets here at plus 150. You've seen some movement go toward the Padres, minus 165 up to minus 177. This one completely staying away from. But if I had to go one way, you know, it's, it seems like it's always kind of tough to want to trust putting your money on the Mets. But with that value of plus 150, somewhat of an even pitching matchup when you go head-to-head -head with the deeper stats. And this hot Mets team betting against righties-wise, plus 150 with the Mets may be a decent look if you're looking for a dog on the diamond tonight. But that'll wrap it up with our conversation surrounding baseball. Let's revisit the NBA. Decent senior NBA analyst Jonathan Bontobel is going to give us his action tonight for the big games with the Blazers and the Nuggets and the Lakers and the Suns. Is this going to be the end of the season for LeBron? We'll discuss that next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr. And I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back. And joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. the most out of our lives with Bet Rivers daily hometown discounts on boost on all of your favorite teams only at your hometown sportsbook and to make your experience even more rewarding Bet Rivers offers the most live streams of major sports including instant payouts and only one time playthrough get this offer it's valid in Illinois only must be 21 or older gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER not valid for any participant of the Illinois Gaming Board statewide voluntary self-exclusion program to get a hold of the daily hometown discount remember check it all out BetRivers.com. Wrapping up a Thursday edition of Rush Hour here on VCD Sports Betting Network. Thank you for joining us. I'm Danny Burke, your host, live out of the Bet Rivers Sportsbook. And joining us now out on the West Coast, it's Jonathan Von Tobel, decent senior NBA analyst, and perfect time to talk some hoops with big games. A lot on the line this evening at JVT. Let's dive right into it, my friend. Uh, the Trailblazers opening is about a four-point favorite. They're up now to five at Bet Rivers. They're minus $2 on the money line. Denver catching plus 163. Totals at about 228. How do we think this one goes down in Portland? Do the Blazers live to fight another day? You know, I think, like, there's obviously a very good chance that they do, right? They're the favorite team. It's not like going out on the limb saying something like that. But I think from a number perspective, Danny, like, it does surprise me that the market has been so strong on Portland throughout this series, right? Like, it's 3-2 lead for Denver. At every turn when the series has been tied, Portland has been favored, right? Beginning of the series when it was 2-2, even though Denver has home court, right? The final three games. So, like, it, it's just been pretty fascinating how strong the market has been on the Portland Trailblazers, despite their obvious flaw, right? Defense. It's been a massive issue. They were 29th in defensive efficiency during the regular season. They can't figure out the non-Nurkic minutes at all from a defensive standpoint to the point where they're playing Carmelo at the five. I, I just I think five is a little bit too much. You know, I believe the Blazers should be favored. I think this should be closer to three and a half, given the issues that they have on the defensive end of the floor. I, I just think the market has been a little slow on catching up with. This Denver team is flawed, and they have their issues with the backcourt, but they have an equal advantage in the frontcourt that Denver has in the backcourt, and the market's just been a little slow on the uptick on this. So 
I think five is a little much. Like I said, I just made this over three and a half, so I think that's the fair number. I can kind of get why the market would move in the direction of Portland, but I'd rather be on the side of Denver. Yeah, I'm with you there too, JBT. I mean, five seems a little excessive. Again, like we understand why it's going that way. It's been going back and forth and back and forth in an elimination game at home after what Damian Lillard just did in the prior game. So for me, I'd probably attack it with the in-game perspective, thinking that Portland probably gets the job done, but laying five may be a little bit too high for my liking. So I tend to agree with you in that spot. Now, in terms of movement, though, JBT, in this next game, we've seen it, you know, keep continuously happening here. Phoenix now down to a two-point dog, went from three and a half, now down to two. Total dropping to 207 and a half. Does LeBron James and Anthony Davis get eliminated tonight? So it depends on who's going to play, right? I, don't, I haven't seen anything in terms of an update. I think Anthony Davis is going to be a game-time decision. Now, I will say that, you know, we tend to see the market do this with stars when they're not going to play, right? Like the market tends to play head in the direction of player X not playing that night for whatever reason. You know, I don't know why, but it generally happens that way. And you're going to see even more of an adjustment. You know what I mean? Like if Anthony Davis is ruled out, I would not be surprised if this is like pick or Phoenix minus one, you know, by the time we get to close once that news is out. But regardless, like it just, it depends, right? It depends on if AD is going to play or not, if he's going to be out there. And if he's going to be relatively healthy, then LeBron has another outlet offensively to kind of rely on. They can go to him in some isolation spots. If they need a bucket, they can rely a little bit more on Anthony Davis than you would in those other possessions if it's just LeBron. Like, if it's just LeBron, we saw it the other game, right? If you need a bucket and LeBron's either not on the floor or if he can't get it done, Kyle Kuzma, you know what I mean? Taylor Horton Tucker, maybe? Like, those are just really, those are not reliable pieces. So it's all dependent on whether or not he's going to play. So I just thought from a pre-flop perspective, I don't know how you would be comfortable playing a game like this. Like, this has in-game written all over it. And, JVT, you know, speaking of this game tonight, I mean, you're right. It all depends what happens with Anthony Davis still looking like he's questionable. I guess the way I would look at it, and I haven't touched it yet, but, you know, I would assume that Anthony Davis is going to play. Again, you got to monitor it every single second virtually as of this point to try to get the best number. But when you look at the last series price we saw, Lakers were plus 220, Suns minus 286. If you were of the thought process that Anthony Davis was going to play tonight and you think the Lakers are going to win, wouldn't you just almost take the plus 220 for them to win the series at that point? Or do you think if it goes to Game 7, you'd maybe give the advantage to Phoenix then? Well, if it goes to Game 7, even if AD's on the floor, you'd think that Phoenix would be a slight favor, right? Game 7 in their own environment. Right. I would think that there's going to be a price they'll be laying with Phoenix, so they would be favored to do so. Uh, like, yeah, if you think that Anthony Davis, like, obviously, if you think they're going to win this game, I would be betting on the Lakers to win the series because then you're theoretically sitting on a Lakers money line price of, you know, whatever it's going to be. They would be a slight underdog, but it wouldn't be at the same price. So, yes, you could probably be sitting on something, a little bit of value, and then maybe get off of it during the game if they fall down. And you could hedge off. You get a bit of pretty good uh, money line price on, you know, Phoenix the other way. But uh, that would generally be the line of thinking. If you do believe AD is going to be out there, they're going to win. Uh, a series price bet would be the way to go, uh, potentially. But then again, you could have that, and then it doesn't come through for you. So you got to be make sure you maintain that or manage that very well in the next game. All right, JVT, let's look ahead to tomorrow. The other L.A. team, the Clippers, fighting for their playoff lives. They opened as a three-point favorite on the road against Dallas. Now it's down to two-and-a-half. This total, 216-and-a-half. Are the Clippers just going to continue to disappoint all their backers, or are they going to fight to live another day like we just said? I mean, look, I mean, the Clippers team, I'm kind of with you. I mean, I thought they were arguably the deepest team in the West, but they just are so disappointing and have no answer for Luka. And those final possessions toward the end of the game last night were just so disappointing. So how do you think this one goes down? Do you stay away, or do you think the Clippers get the job done? 
Well, I also do wonder how many teams would have an answer for Luca the way that he's been playing, right? Like over 80% of their buckets yesterday were either scored or assisted on by Luka Doncic, like the highest we've ever seen in an NBA playoff game. He's playing absolutely incredible basketball. Now, he said that, you're right, right? Like down the stretch, Terrence Mann, for some reason, passing up when it looks like a dunk or a layup attempt. Kawhi Leonard firing up a shot when there's still six seconds left on the clock where you can kick it back out and find something a little bit better. You know, there, there were options and there were mistakes made by them. But overall, like, you know, I was talking with Pritch about this earlier today. What frustrates you the most about the Clippers is, go back to that fourth quarter. They're down by, what, 12, 14 points, if I remember correctly, at the start of the fourth quarter. And it's like, oh, wait, we have to win? Yeah, sure, let's go on a 16-6 to run really quickly. And they do it, right? Like, they go on a 16-6 to run. They make it a one-point game. And, like, you see flashes of how great they can be, but ultimately they fall short because they're playing with fire the entire time and they don't leave themselves any margin for error. I do believe that they're going to come out and win this game and force it to game seven. I think the gaps that you've seen between these two clubs when the Clippers are playing very well, right, when we're talking about games three and four, are still there. They just got to put it together. But the thing that worries me is Rick Carlisle made an adjustment to Ty Lue's adjustment, right? Ty Lue, I think, used the one bullet in his gun. He was like, screw it. Let's go small. Nick Batum's going to play the five, and we're going to destroy them within five feet of the, or four feet of the basket. And they did. And Nick Batum was great. So then yesterday, Rick Carlisle says, okay, well, then I'm going to play zone and put Boban Marjanovic in the middle, and you guys aren't going to be able to do that anymore. And they didn't. So you're trusting that Ty Lue is going to have an answer to that answer that Rick Carlisle had for him. And, and that just kind of turns me off. But I do think ultimately the talent's there. They win, and we get to game seven, and then everything's up for grabs. That is for sure. Can't wait to see that hopefully happen because I'm rooting for you too. I like this Clippers team, but, you know, they just disappoint and disappoint. But we'll see if they can get a victory in game six. I'll be rooting along with you. Uh, let's look ahead later with the Bucks and the Nets out in the East uh, Eastern Conference. In this first game match, if we see Brooklyn as a four-point favorite, JVT, total as high as 239.5. Series price has the Bucks catching plus 160. Nets laying $2. Any early thoughts on either game one or just the overall series with those prices? Yeah, you know, so I, I have picked Brooklyn to represent the Eastern Conference. I, I do think they are the best team. But, like, like, I don't think there's a lot separating them and Milwaukee, right? So, for example, you know, Circa had the, the Nets at, like, minus 230 the other day. You could have got, like, 2-1 to one or plus 210 on Milwaukee. To me, that's kind of a buy price on, on the Bucks. You know, this is going to be a really tight series, almost to the point where you know, I thought this was going to be in the range of, like, minus 150, minus 160 as a series price not in the range of, like, $2 for Brooklyn. So, like, we're getting in the range. Like, if it gets a little bit higher, again, like, that 2-1 to one price tag is what I'm looking at for Milwaukee to kind of buy in there. I, I, this is going to be a really tight series. Milwaukee theoretically has the pieces to handle Brooklyn. It's just that will they be able to overcome their biggest weakness, which is perimeter defense, and I just don't know if they can, right? 29th and opponent three-point shooting is going to get you killed by the Brooklyn Nets. So, ultimately, that's what kind of worries me. But I still think that these matchups are really tight. This series is really tight. And if we're talking about, like, 2-1, to one, on a team like uh, the Milwaukee Bucks to do something, I think that's a buy-in price for the series. All right, JBT, a couple minutes left. Some news breaking as of late. Mike Conley dealing with a groin issue. Looks like he'll be day-to-day. -day. How big of an impact will that be if he's going to be absent for the second round in your mind? Uh, it's pretty big. Like it, 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 I think it's dependent on you know the matchup to a certain extent. But regardless, this is a team that shoots over 40% of their attempts from beyond the arc, right? He's, he's a fantastic catch-and-shoot three-point shooter. He's one of their main ball handlers outside of Donovan Mitchell. Like, you're going to throw Joe Ingles in the lineup, and he's going to be solid, but he's not the ball handler that Conley is. So if he's going to be out there, the drive-in kick ability of this team is lessened to a certain extent, and that's what so much of their offense is built on. So I would say they definitely need him. I think if it's the Mavericks, you can maybe get away with missing him for a good majority of the season, or excuse me, the series. But even then, the way the Dodgers is playing, I can't. 
I don't really even feel comfortable saying that, you know? Yeah, I'm with you, my friend. That'll be something to keep an eye out for. Mike Conley dealing with a groin issue, and of course, dependent on the matchup, how big of an impact that's going to be. Hey, JBT, I know you got some great games to look forward to tonight. We appreciate you, as always, taking some time, and best of luck with those bets, my friend. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. At me, JBT, is where you can catch all of his great content covering the NBA and much more on the tweets. Host of Hardwood Handicappers. You can get a hold of that, beeson.com slash subscribe, and anywhere you get a hold of your podcast. So shout out to JBT for making some time. All right, let's kind of revisit some of the plays we had this evening for the NBA action. We took the Bruins earlier. They're up early 1-0 over the Islanders, so let's hope they keep cruising tonight. In terms of the NBA, though, how about Damian Lillard over 8.5 assists, minus 118. He's eclipsed this mark in four out of five games his playoff series, averaging 9.6 in this postseason matchup, and overall in eight matchups uh, against the Nuggets. He's gone over it in six out of them. So hopefully Damian Lillard shares the rock decent amount to go over 8.5 assists. And then LeBron James, we are fading the king, baby. 31.5 is the number we got. Under was minus 120. I played it there. Now I know it's moved to 29.5. We'd still look toward the under. Certainly not as much conviction now that it's moved two points. But I'm not expecting a big night out of LeBron James, who, as of this point, averaging just 22 points per game in this postseason series. So, uh, as always, best of luck if you tail with any of our wagers. Hopefully we get some winners for you heading into tomorrow. Take care. Enjoy the games. We'll catch up. Manana here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one -on -one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. 
old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.